series of future cast the podcast where gary and i talk about marvel comics x-men shit that's what we do here x-men mm-hmm. shit um we have been touring the marvel universe in the 90s uh reading the first issue of a, a bunch of random series and we have now gotten into the creme de la creme of X-Men 2099. <laughs> I yeah. I was so excited about the 2099 series. I thought that was the coolest shit I could possibly pick. Like mm-hmm. 2099. Right? Like it was just... It lost my mind. Dude, it was such a cool idea, right? Yeah. Uh, it just, and, you know, and it, it, it's just out of the future. Like if I'm very lucky, you know, I might live to like 2060. <laughs> if I'm incredibly lucky. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, it, this is this is literally the future. Um, at the time, like I was way into uh, cyberpunk mm-hmm. shit and kind of like post-apocalyptic futury shit in general. This is when I got really into Shadowrun. So mixing the you know, Marvel stuff with with that kind of thing was incredibly interesting to me. Um, and uh, you know, I picked this up when it first came out. I was very excited uh, for it. Had a couple of the action figures, uh, which was very strange. Okay. Uh, they made a bunch of action figures of this um and kept up with it for quite a while um like read most of this comic um and then it eventually the whole line fell apart uh pretty horribly the only you know? 2099 uh, stuff that i really like got super into was the spider-man stuff i think like i think that was that character yeah. was was super fun. peter david yeah well that makes sense i didn't even know that so yeah that makes perfect sense yeah. i um just you know that that was the one that i was like going back to back like i would still pick up the x-men stuff because i it had the word x-men on it like i'm gonna buy it but um like that was th- so this stuff didn't really like this doesn't have a, a large place in my memory at all because i don't know like it was kind of disappointing to me at the time read it now it's it's really it's kind of interesting like i'm I'm kind of into the stuff that they're they're doing i i'm not like a huge fan of the art in this for some reason like it feels very mm. by the numbers to me for some reason like and that's not disrespecting any, like i can't fucking do this stuff but like i don't know as, as i was reading i was just like eh, okay sure like nothing really like jumped out at me i guess well it's a uh very house style sure yeah you know of, of the 90s like ron Lim. Uh, is the guy who I think has done stuff, even modern stuff. Um, the uh, he ended up at some point taking over um, X Factor um, from Peter David. Okay. Uh, that's actually that's the writer. I'm sorry, that's John Francis Moore, not Ron Lim. Um, this was just kind of like Ron Lim's thing uh, in the 90s. He did most of this book. Gotcha. So, uh, and the, I agree with you that the art is no great shakes. It is very generic. Um, the writing is also very house style, even though I like John Francis Moore, mm-hmm. uh, who, as I mentioned, took over X Factor, um, did a bunch of the Doom 2099, which was another, uh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Doom 2099. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty cool. And, uh, is very workmanlike. Like this dude just kind of like does okay stuff that, that moves time along, you know, it's not like this is mind blowing exactly by any means yeah. like it's not the characters are all like competent but don't none of mm-hmm. them feel like particularly interesting yet right like it's just like not oh yet. like you've got you've got you've got hidden motivations that you haven't bothered like you're like I could, it just feels like very much like a feels like a very like a cwdc tv show right like it's like yeah oh, we, we 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 know what we're doing here we've done a lot of these now so we've we've got all of the beats and the characters that we need you know them i know them we're let's let's go let's do this yeah, let's stop fucking around. Yeah, yeah, let's just get let's just get this done. It's fucking Supergirl. Um, like it's, it's her name means what she is. Let's let's fucking go. <laughs> let's go. Um, 
this was this was very of these titles this one was really considered pretty pedestrian as well like a lot of attention was paid to spider-man and doom mm-hmm. you know and this one was always kind of an also ran that never quite worked even though like i said i i've always liked it quite a bit um because it's got this big post-apocalyptic energy yeah. you know it starts off with them like going to an arcology that's straight out of shadow run um you know in this uh in the desert um and our main character here um, whose uh, code name eventually becomes uh, Skullfire. Ooh, nice. Um, which is incredible. Um, <laughs> who's just been wandering the desert because he was handed a little card with an X on it. My name is Shin um, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Knee Water. Um, I love this little X card that he gets. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like this. You have too. to get this. You know, Shaq T just finds you, gives you this tiny little card with an X on it, and you get to go, you travel through the desert for hours and hours. To get to a rave. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, it's the classic Neil funny. Young song, like, right? Like, I feel like this has just been. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, the person at the door, the bouncer, is a guy named Junk Pile, uh, who is a big, strong robot man mm-hmm. of some kind. Looks like a, a Judge Dredd villain to me. And and you were right. He gets uh, just kind of pushed into what is absolutely a rave. And this guy's kind of astonished because all of this place is supposed to be abandoned um yeah and um he has been kind of just wandering around feeling lost and alone before he got this card so like seeing all of these people is just a a, like especially with the sound and the music and everything he is just instantly overwhelmed like he has no idea what's happening um and he gets introduced to a character named uh serpentina serpentina um yep. i would imagine like these who puts him at ease <laughs> let me put you at ease by wrapping my snake arm around you like this is just what the portland like tinder scene looks like right like that's all these girls oh huh? exactly yeah, yeah. Okay. except she'd be polly sure absolutely um, there's no evidence to say she's yeah. not in the x-men 2099 so i got it was spoiler she doesn't stick around for too long uh, <laughs> uh she dies in issue three one of the x-men 2099 will die it's her um, which is, you know, she doesn't have a lot of, uh, she didn't seem like she'd really pull her weight on the team to me. She's like a worse Mr. Fantastic, like just her arms stretch. I was about to say, like, is that the, is that the gimmick is only her? Cause she's, she's here to be like this guy's like, you know, um, narrative device. So she's just going to explain things yeah. to this dude. Um, so she knows, I don't even think she talks about her powers other than just shows that they can, she, her arms can stretch. But if it's only her arms, yeah. like, I guess that's okay. It's, it's, it's fine. It's like Dalsim. You know, it's like half a delcium <laughs> yeah. without fire without pyrokinesis yeah yeah um eat some cheese dog you're skinny <laughs> um you know he's she's basically saying this is a place for outcast yeah you know not everyone here is a mutant there are a lot of people who are other dis you know discards from society and even specifically discards like even a few degens like all this weird 2099 stuff that i don't remember what it is yeah which is fine um, but i don't I remember care. yeah yeah you you know from context mm-hmm. um but basically you know the future is very dystopian and here everyone is equal through the power of raves um she introduces the team's colossus uh who is the syntho percussionist oh dude uh, can i yeah. can i can i just get this job can i get this in 2021 yeah. i love this dude this guy is amazing he seems to be yeah, having yeah, the time yeah. of his life playing like what looks like a 29 not, not 2099 version like of a therapin mixed with the 808 like many I'm, theremins I'm fucking yeah. here for this they're just little pads around him and he just theremins like he dances around it and strikes little yoga poses i literally to make different synth sounds some dude was making a uh, i saw a video of this dude making an instrument which just 
takes input from a camera and makes weird noises based on the colors that it detects. And like, that's just what this mm. is. Like, it's just what this yep. is. And I just love it so much. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's using his mutant power to like make the music because he turns into whatever metal he touches and he has these bracelets and it changes the sound, you know, much like, uh, you know, the quality of metal might change the tone of a theremin. Yes, absolutely. You know? Uh, and he's really got cool. like what look like, um, um, Mr. Sinister's cape. Mr. Sinister's cape, but it's just attached to the front and back of his belt. Like he's got little loops, yeah. like little bands. Yep. Um, I love this guy. This dude's fucking Fabio looking yeah, yeah. ripped up Colossus motherfucker. Metalhead is cool. Him. Yeah, yeah. Incredibly cool. Um, and uh, basically Serpentina is like, hey, you know, if you think this is cool, wait until you meet Zian. Zian's going to be our Xavier. Okay. Uh, we're going to have. And he's kind of like a, a, you know, a spiritual leader, like a cult slash spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to the like the viewing room um, where Junk Pile is upset that Zian's not around. Uh, we learned that they had a history. They used to be something called the Lawless, and we meet uh, Shaq T, who was mentioned before, who's called uh, Cerebra. Yes, and she has uh, touch-based uh, telepathic powers, so she can touch somebody and then do like a lot of telepathic shit to them, like dampen their motor functions, like control their minds, things like that. But she has to touch them, if I recall. Yeah. Um. Pretty um, cool. I like her outfit. She's, she's all greened up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are, yep. we jump over to uh, Las Vegas uh, where the mm-hmm. corporate people are, are continuing the tradition of having a place for people to go and spend their money. Um, this rich dude is just riding around on an Arabian horse. horse. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely yep. dope. Um, when uh, Zian pops out and is like, Hey, you can't be buying people anymore. Like we don't want you to do slavery. And he's like, I'll do a slavery. He's like, no, no, you shouldn't do a slavery. He's like, I'm going to do racism while <laughs> I do a slavery. Um, please stop doing slavery. <laughs> please stop um, it. <laughs> it's insist. 20 99. <laughs> yeah. We, we put this behind us and he, you know, this is a threat. Uh, you know, he's saying like, my X-Men are going to take you down. You know, if you make my people hurt my people, you'll suffer. And he demonstrates his power by, he has like a gnarly hand. He touches a wall and it crumbles yeah, uh, into pieces. He's got a poopy um, hand. And then, yep, yeah, it just turns into garbage. Uh, we learn, uh, we go back to the casino uh, where our, another member of the, the team, they've been doing like this running man style death game show uh, where they've caught Bloodhawk, um, another of our teammates whose powers are being suppressed and he had to roll a gigantic comical slot machine to see what his fate was. Yeah. And the uh, suppressors, that they, yeah, the suppressors that they got his hands in is not working great because I like, actually have to come out and like shock him as he starts beating up the host a little bit. Um, so like he's suppressed from what he normally is, but it's not like you're going to need a bigger suppressor gun. is what we're saying. Um, the shitty sons or the, the shitty children of the casino guy come up. Uh, as he's, you know, he's about to get uh, murdered. He's like an environmental activist, uh, this character, Bloodhawk. And one of the things I love in future media, like Robocop or whatever, is fake drugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? So so this kid being like, you need to chill out. You know, personally, a torpedo of Shriek yes. gives me a piece I lack. I, every time, like, Shriek, Nuke, Jet, like any fake, 
you know, future drug in a, in a piece of media I love. Oh, dude, I would take a torpedo of Shriek right now. Like, no questions asked. Dude, like, I would love to have it. And he injects it through his arm. He has like an armband or he presses a button to give him a torpedo of Shriek. Oh, dude, just keep that bad boy filled up. up. with that armband. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you could like put a black armband around it and just pretend you were mourning. Yeah, dude, a JFK. You I'm know? sad about it. That's why I keep touching it. <laughs> have I told you about my JFK conspiracy theories? Come in the corner with me, my friend. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, JFK is, JFK is still dead if you don't remember. <laughs> oh yeah um and his sister uh kisses him you know this is gross these guys are like human supremacists and he's you know gene trash or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh she says you know he's gonna die with having the last thing on his lips we might kiss kisses bloodhawk not not her brother you should probably clarify yeah 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 Yeah. um desdemonia Um, setting up the sibling rivalry (laughs) is her name which i think is a very funny name for some reason i don't know why Dude, we're going to straight up run into a character if in, later in the series. We don't run to it today, but called uh, La Lunatisha. Oof. Uh, which is just one of the worst names for a. I would just run to use a slur. In my life. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of almost anything I'd rather be called than La Lunatisha. Mm, that's a lot. Um, really horrible design on her as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Um, they yeah. throw Bloodhawk into a cage um, and it's basically like, hey, he's still struggling against his his neural like suppressors or whatever, neural restraints. Like, is that just because he's so strong or because he's so fucking stupid? Um, and then we have just yeah. a random splash screen of X-Men 2099 of, of all of our characters. Yeah, I think this was a poster that came with it. Ah, uh, that makes I, sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's cool that they scanned it in. Yeah, me too. I like um, it. Uh, we're going to get a jailbreak here for Bloodhawk with the two members we haven't met yet um, who show up. Uh, one of them is Crystal, uh, who draws minerals out of the air and solidifies them. Mm-hmm. So basically Iceman, but with different theming. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but looks cool and can also like shoot shards, like shoot tons of little crystal shards and like shred people. And then Mean Streak, uh, who is a speedster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. He's got a mean streak. He takes a torpedo of mean streak Oof. to become a mean streak. Oh, man, mean streak. Uh, this guy just looks like a jerk yeah. too. Like I feel like his design is probably the worst out of the the main cast. Like the, the red and the blue just don't. It's really weirdly generic. Yeah, he, he's like a city of heroes character or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. No. Just, um, just ridiculous. They they get uh, Bloodhawk free, uh, so they take the suppressor off of his head and off of his hands, um, and then they kind of walk him outside and try to and get basically like pull him away from killing the guards because they're like, listen, listen, this is you know we're just we've got no time for blood, like let's just get out of here. When he heats, when he hits like actual air, he morphs into what his actual form is, which is like a giant red dinosaur with pants. So yeah, like Dragon Man, Dragon Man, kind of thing. Um, you know, and, uh, and just, he's like, I don't know Xavier shit. It's not Xavier, but you know, yeah. I don't know Z and shit. You rescued me, but fuck off. Um, and he kind of spends the, you know, he's the Wolverine of this team. He spends, uh, you know, he kind of teams up with them, but he's never fully on the team. That's kind of his thing. Uh, if I recall, um, we go to the two shitty, uh, kids and they go in to check on their dad and find their dad dead. Uh, he's been his body's been decomposed. Yeah, uh, just just instantly. real quick because I it was bothering me the entire time and I forgot to look it up. It's actually Shean is how you pronounce that. Oh, Shean, gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha, I, I had gotcha. to because I, I was the whole time I was reading, I was like, is this like fucking Christian or something? Like, what am I like? <laughs> am I saying this totally wrong in yeah, my head? Because yeah. I was, and then you said it right, and I was like, okay, well, or not right, but you said it, and I was like, I'll just roll with Gary, and then it just 
I don't know. I finally was like, I should just look it up before we get too far into this. So save your feedback, everybody. We know it's Sheehan now. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate uh, Sheehan. Um, I love that the horse comes in with him dead. Yep. Like riding it. The good horse. That's man. really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meatball yeah, could do that. Very creepy. If somebody, if somebody yeah. like completely dissolved autumn on the top of meatball, meatball would just be in a pasture eating somewhere for something. I don't like it. We would not come home. <laughs> I'd be like, where's my wife? Uh, meatball goes, <laughs> hopefully her um, Apple watch is still hanging onto an ankle bone or something. So I can track her down. <laughs> um, the, uh, the daughter is acting very nonplussed about this and the son is acting very shocked. Yeah. Um, and they immediately, uh, pin it on Sheehan. Um, you know, say, and, uh, this will turn out to be fake, which we'll learn, uh, eventually, uh, Sheehan comes back, um, to the, uh, to the gathering, um, you know, met with, you know, talks to, uh, Shakti said that he, uh, he met with Singe and is going to do his, uh, his speech here. Yep. Um, as he's getting hyped up, um, there's an assassin who is heading on up to the, uh, you know, clearly an assassin. Yeah, uh, um, up to get a perch. Why did you even let this guy? Who gave this guy an X card? Is what I want to keep. What would I want to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Junk Pile did. Oh, okay. Well, because uh, because he you know he shoots a camera and then shocked he's like, hey, there's something wrong with that camera. Is that balcony okay? And Junk Pile looks over and says, no, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Junk Pile is a jerk. Did you see the little uh, Cyclops? Yeah. He's in the lower left of this page. I like this a lot. Yeah. I like that dude. Like, like yeah. weirdly like square Cyclops, like for the visor, like just a weird it, shape is very good. It's the happiest Cyclops has ever been. This <laughs> big Cyclops here. He's just like doing good. Um, you know, Sheehan starts talking. He gives his speech, um, which is basically that like they are the outcasts of society. The corporate structures only see them as problematic wetware. Um, and of course our, our main character, like our, our kind of audience character point of view character is like, he's like, he's talking directly to me. I'm like, wow, yeah, you are a fucking hick dog. It's, um, you are easy. Yeah. Easy this is very um, easy. One of, one of the things I love though, is he, he starts talking about like the future of mutant kind and he's like, um, you know, from, he starts talking about the previous teachers. He's like, you know, from Xavier, we learned unity from Naga, Magnus, we learned combat. And then he says from Del Ruz, uh, taught us sacrifice and Zao enlightenment, implying that there were like two generations of X-Men who we didn't see. Yeah. I like this too. Before this. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, Zao turns up, um, later in the series. I don't know if we ever learn about Del Ruz, like in his version of the X-Men, but Zao does turn up, um, as like a former Xavier kind of figure that's gone bad. Which I'm here for. I think that's cool. Um, um, the, uh, Timothy our, Skullfire yeah. sees the assassin. Yep. And uh, sees the glint, um, tries to stop the shot. So he activates his mutant power, um, which is basically storing up electricity, I guess, and then shooting it out of mm-hmm. his body. Um, I actually like the, the art in this. Like, it's kind of basic, but like, I don't know. Like, if anytime I can see a skeleton inside of a body, I'm kind of here for it, right? Yeah. He turns into like Glob Herman for a second. Sure. Yeah. when he uses his power um it's it's very limited like he has to store up the it's not like bishop where he can just kind of quickly mm-hmm. you know uh just redirect it back he has to kind of store it for a little bit so he kind of he does like a very powerful shot but he you know it's he's has a refractory period basically if i remember um so this causes um, the shot to go wide but it still hits Xi'an. um so he goes down as people on the mm-hmm. stage and um is it metalhead is this guy the colossus dude yeah metalhead uh rushes mm-hmm. over to try to save him for whatever reason uh Xi'an bleeds white 
which I do not like. Yeah. Um, I've been putting uh, eye drops in my yeah. eyes a lot, and uh, I have some prescription mm-hmm. eye drops that are like steroids, and they're okay. white. So when you put them in, <laughs> eyes are gonna get so pumped. I know. I'm telling you, dog. My, my, my eyeballs uh-huh. are gonna be so shrunken. It's gonna be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but when you put them in, of course, they like run out or whatever. Like it's it's a white liquid, so it looks like I'm fucking an android and alien crying android tears. It's very yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, sad. Uh, this is this happens at the same time a raid happens. Mm. Uh, the the casino people raid at the same time, um, and the X Men uh, fight them off for a moment. You know, um, as the party, you know, cops got here and all the kids are running away from the rave. Yep. Um, and uh, they escape. Um, and this is where the big reveal is, where Sheehan says uh, to Timothy, like, you know, he's like, "Hey, I'm new here. What's going on?" And Sheehan says, "I need you to join my X Men." And he goes, "X Men." What? And then that's, and that's our our end of our issue. Yeah. Right. Um, good setup. I like this. I like this a lot. Yeah. Um, like like we talked mm-hmm. about with the art and the writing, I feel like it's very by the numbers, very workman like. Um, but I'm still kind of like, still kind of get excited about 2099, Gary. Not gonna lie, <laughs> like <laughs> it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think it's it's legitimately pretty cool. Um, they don't have all of it on Marvel Unlimited because I was going to read it just because I, you know, I've, I go through nostalgic periods for this comic frequently, um, but they only have the first 10 issues Weird. on Marvel Unlimited. So I, I've had like the complete run in my eBay cart many a time and, uh, and then just not, not pulled the trigger. So at some point I'll have to get that. Um, but it's really weird. Like, uh, Shin, uh, in cases in a cocoon and when he comes out of it. He's, he has a secondary mutation. So I think this is maybe the first appearance of that. Okay. In uh, mutants. And his other hand turns into like a healing hand. So one of them like decays people and ages them and the other one heals people. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Andy's also like a ninja. Always a, a pretty cool, the cool character. So I dig it. Um, and then eventually they fight the, the theater of pain and you get La Lunatisha and stuff and it's pretty ridiculous. Theater of pain. Um, yeah. Theater of pain. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love the theater of pain. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. I like this a lot. This is good. And, uh, thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, please review us mm-hmm. on various podcasting services. Tell your friends about us if they are into the X-Men mm-hmm. or comic books or whatever. Um, if, if you didn't know this, if you go to days of futurecast.com, um, I have an episode kind of breakdown cheat sheet and you can actually go to specific issues we've covered. And I've got all of that broken out by like X-Men, Avengers, Spider-Man movies, the issues, like you can jump to a lot of stuff. So like if your friends are looking for something to listen to and it's like, Oh, let's hear these two guys talk about Deadpool too. That is an easy thing to get to. So go to, you can find all of that stuff on the episode guide. Yeah. Um, also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash TV. support all of the network, bunch of different podcasts. You should listen to all of them. Um, or just some of them or just this one. I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Just as long as you're putting um, money in, I don't really give a damn what you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't have to listen. Um, the, uh, yeah, go back and listen to those movie episodes. Those are fun. Yeah. 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 And, uh, until next time, take care. See you. Get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. <laughs>